Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? Man, so glad you guys are here with us for another exciting episode of <laughs> The Mosaic of Marion. I am Pastor Hank, pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and so glad to be here with you. I got my home slice, Miss hey, Mona. Hey, everybody. She's on the mic tonight. <laughs> All right. And they actually turned it on. That's right. But you're like, never going to live that down. Been, I was about to say, it's been a long time. <laughs> oh, we're going all the way back to like episode seven or right, eight but when it's we realized never, that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's never if you're wondering away. what we're talking about, go to the first few. You can hear Mona from the distance. <laughs> they kept saying, talk louder, Mona. Talk. I, I can't talk any louder, really. <laughs> but if you turn the mic on, it helps. It's amazing what a difference that makes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you hear his voice over there. You know him well. He is producer Dan. Hey, hey. He's the man that shows up. <laughs> unknown at any moment. He just shows up. With a thought. He starts staring. Y'all should see it. It's sort of a creepy thing. He starts staring at me when he's got something to say. And that's how I know he's got a word. Feel your ears burning. <laughs> so, hey, man, glad you guys are here with us once again. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 20. Um, Hey, want to give a, a shout out to the, um, the Goose of Grace. Um, if you hadn't listened this week, um, they have a um, special guest. Just to read scripture. <laughs> and I, I'm seriously, I, I'm ready to have him record that and send it to us every week yeah. because it sounds so much better than Drew or I stumbling over everything. He does everything. have a right smooth it voice. It is. It's very calm. Right smooth. Yeah. Right smooth voice. Just settle in for a good 50 minutes of, yeah. <laughs> of the podcast. By the end, you're ready for it to be over. But other than that, <laughs> so, it was a great vibe. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was good. It was, it was really good. So, hey, you won't be um, – won't be um, – Sad that you found it, but go find that. It's on Spotify. Anywhere else? Uh, iTunes in the next week or so. They're taking a little while. Okay. Spotify right Spotify now. Spotify right now. So go check it out. They would appreciate it. So how are you? Good. Just good. Yeah, good. All right. Clean my house today. Woo! All it was right. a big day in the yeah. Selden household. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Hung out with your husband this afternoon just a yeah, little bit, you know. Yeah. Got a little bonding time there, there you with go. your husband. You did. Fixing, helping out a, a fellow pastor. Yep. We have the traveling IT department. <laughs> <laughs> IT needs we travel. This is poor man's right? geek squad. That's, That's right. <laughs> poor, poor, poor man's <laughs> geek squad. We get paid in pork rinds. <laughs> Tyler likes the hot kind. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I knew I liked Tyler. So do I. I'm actually <laughs> the last. Well, anyway, last time I ate some, I got the wrong. You guys don't know, maybe don't know. I have a gluten allergy, and I picked up some that Ooh, had gluten in them. That's not. Good. I didn't know that. Was Let's a thing. just yeah, say it's not. It was not a good night for the Hankster. <laughs> I just always assumed they were, they were all gluten free. They are. I think it was the the. Seasoning or whatever. Seasoning or it was not. Let me just say this, buddy. <laughs> Hank That's was feeling bad. Sorry. It was. So I'm very careful now, buddy. I have this little thing, a gluten finder thing app on my phone oh. now. So I can pull that sucker up and I will scan, scan wow, that bad boy. Cool. And it comes up. Gluten, 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 gluten. <laughs> I really hope it does that in the middle of the <laughs> grocery store. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Welcome to the future. Welcome to the future. 
Hey, by the way, we also realize that Drew and Dan are the bringers of the end times of God. <laughs> the goose of grace. I think you had to bring that up. Yeah, I did. Dan's going to have to cut this out. <laughs> nope. If you go to Ezekiel, it talks about Gog and Magog. Goose of grace, Gog. <laughs> by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go research it. <laughs> but... Yeah. No, it's not. They're not. Just seriously, they're not. Um, but it, we're just, we just we're choosers of names. Uh, seriously, at some yeah, point, you guys want to make some money. You guys ought to tape us pre-show. <laughs> um, pre-show, there is nothing that limits us. Uh, no. It is all open to be made fun of, to be mocked, or mainly to be sassed. We yeah, we can't have that. That's called evidence. That's yeah. <laughs> we so. want to gain listeners, not lose them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, hey, uh, just talking, um, I know we got some folk in the UK. Uh, we're so thankful for you guys. I'm going to start giving shout-outs to people that we know that are listening. So, hey, today is the UK. Woo! You know, so thank you guys for being so faithful to listen, and um, we're so glad you're there. want to once again also stress, if you have a question or you have something that you would like for Miss Mona and I and Producer Dan when he's around, you want us to talk about, um, send us an email and we'll consider it. Depends on whether we're actually trying to stay away from controversial stuff right. um just being honest and so if we talk about it in our minds it's not controversial <laughs> so you know um but hey send in those questions we would love to answer them and um if nothing else maybe we'll have a you know we were giving away mugs but you guys never answered our <laughs> questions so we quit doing that so anyway i want to open us up with prayer and miss mona is going to read um exodus 20 and verse 12, and then we're going to dive headfirst into honoring our mother and father. Let's pray. Father, God, we're so thankful for you. We're so thankful uh, that you sent your son, Jesus. That God, even as I talked about yesterday in my sermon, that you are the fulfillment of the burnt offering, Father God. That every time an animal was brought and placed upon that brazen altar, and it was wholly, fully um, incinerated on that altar, it was a picture of you fully giving your life for each person that would ever be born. Uh, God, I don't believe in limited atonement. I believe that you came and your atonement is for everyone. And so, God, I pray that someone listening today, in spite of all the laughter and all the fun that we do have, that someone would first come to know you as Lord and Savior, or second, grow in their walk with you. So, Lord, we love you today. I pray you would move through this vehicle that we have of a podcast. God, we love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So Exodus 20, verse 12 says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. Amen. So here's the question I want first off. What does the word honor mean to you? Um, To me, well, to me it means to give, um, to allow somebody to be in the place that they're supposed to be, if that makes sense. Um. In looking it up, you know, I found the word respect. Um, and so showing respect to somebody, the respect that's due them because of their position, usually. Um, but also just acknowledging who they are. Mm -hmm. um, and just, um, yeah, acknowledging them, respecting them. Dan, you got anything to add to that? Because I'm about to just jump on with all fours here. No, I, I, I'm along the same page, so, so jump away. <laughs> so here's my question. So you disagree <laughs> with the statement... To get respect, you got to give respect. I th there's definitely truth truth to that, and I saw that in my own with my own kids. But 
there's also a smidgen of truth to the fact that just being in, for instance, the president of the United States is the president of the United States. And we have to honor and respect him no matter what our feelings are toward him or the way that he behaves or because of his position, then he, he has that honor. Why are you making that face? He makes faces to me all the time. Um, And so our parents, this says honor your parents and our parents, because they are our parents deserve to have our honor and respect And then, yes, it goes to a deeper level when they gain that from us. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? My head hurts. Um, <laughs> no, I, like, that's not a fault. <laughs> no, no, it's it's one of those um, it's one of those things. I this is one I struggle with. I, I, I remember keenly as a teenager not enjoying the scripture <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I wanted to do things my way, and and you know um, now as a parent and also having gotten out of that that stupid teenage phase with my parents um i do i see it as really at least on some base level and i think we'll probably get into this somewhat at some point as far as you know i would i would assume that that most of us in this room had parents that you know, pointed us toward Christ. And, and so it's easier to give respect to those, those right. types of parents. Not everyone has that. Um, but yeah, I would just say, you know, it, the illustration I think of is a judge when, when you're in that court, you don't know anything about that judge. You don't know who he is as a person or anything, but because of his position, you give him a certain right. level of respect and it, it's the same with, with parents. Yeah. And, and by the way, I'll, I'll, here's a, my comment to that question is this. In dealing with other people, yeah, at times that's a true statement. You know, to get respect, mm-hmm. you get you need right. to get respect. But I don't think there's a question when it comes to your parents that they just I think they the deserve it because they're your parents. Unless they're uh, you and I had this conversation mm-hmm. for just a short moment yesterday. Unless they're pushing you to do something right. unbiblical, right? Okay, at that point, it's sort. I don't think God holds you to it. But outside of that, they're mm-hmm. your parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they're in the place of God. Right in your life, right, the, and and you say, "Whoa, no, are you kidding me? That they're, they're not God." No, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. What I said was, they're in the place of God. They're in the role of God as the authority. Did I steal your thunder? No. That they're in the place of authority of you. How can you submit to the authority of a God that you've never seen? Right. When you won't submit to the authority yeah. of of yeah. parents. That you do see. Right. And we were talking about that a little bit. But the, what I looked at it is that, I mean, the amplified versions of Ephesians 6 1, which says, Children obey your parents, says that exact same thing. Says, accept their guidance and discipline as God's representatives. Yes. And, you know, when I, my kids are, um, oh gosh, 21 and 24. Um, <laughs> that's hard to say. Um, but that was my. Our whole philosophy in raising them was that we were training them to obey us so that they would then obey God. Mm-hmm. They would know how to obey God as their heavenly father. Um, if they couldn't obey us, who they um, saw and who they lived mm-hmm. with and knew, then how would they be able to obey God? Right. And so we, you know, we were that um, training for them. And so as we train them to obey us, then they're being trained to obey God. So apparently you've looked at the notes that I had. No, so, um, I, look, it's so, on my notes. So as we're, but I, I will, let me just, I'm going to, every time you know I get a chance to, I want to run to this. It's it's equal to First John when, when he says. I was going to say that You too. know, how can you love your 
say you hate your brother whom you've seen, but love God whom you've not seen. Right. It's the same principle. Right. You can't do it. Right. You know, we, we make ourselves out to be biblically illiterate. We were having a little bit of that <laughs> yeah. conversation yeah. before coming on air. Um, so many people have hate in their hearts mm-hmm. for the president or for a family member mm-hmm. or for this person that they just have disagreed with and then want to claim in the very next breath that they love God. Right. The yeah. Bible says right. it's, it's really not possible. Right. Yeah. Now, so often we as people, as believers, quote, unquote, and as Christians, quote, unquote, we tend to want to have it our way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but we would always say it, you know, and, and listen, I mean, are there people out there that that I just don't jihad with, that their, <laughs> yep. their demeanor, their way of life is is just not what I'm, mm-hmm. what I like, and, and it's hard for me to like them. Yep. yep. But never am I going to say, but God, they don't act like they should. No, no, no. The truth is I don't act like I should. Yeah. Right. And so- Biblically speaking, I have nothing to stand on. Right. We need to understand. And so, preacher, why did you say that? Because here's the truth. You have nothing to stand on for not honoring your parents. And I, I mean, I do. I literally try to live this out with mm-hmm. my with my mom now. You know, my dad's already in heaven. But to honor them. Right. Because they did the absolute best they could with what they had to work with. Right, right. And they are the authority figure of God. I mean, right. my dad was, was strict. Right. Um, and he didn't take no mess. I mean, he loved to goof off, but mm-hmm. when it came to yeah. certain things, this is how we act. This is how we don't actually. So he knew where the line was. Oh, yeah. did I? Yeah. Right. If not, he he would inform. Oh, he me would quickly. have no problem. Him or my mom would have no problem reminding me where that line was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but so how do we train them? What do we do to train them? Because Doctor Spock is going to disagree with Doctor Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there is a training that is necessary. Yeah, the kid's not going to going to be born and be like, oh, I need to, mother, father, let me honor thou. <laughs> no, they're going to lie to your face when they're three years old. Don't act like your kid didn't do that. Uh-huh, that's true. Your kid was not that special. <laughs> well, my kids were, but yeah. no, I'm kidding. Let me break it to you. <laughs> so what What about it? What do we, how do we honor, how do we te- train them to honor people and what do we do? Well, we teach them the word and we have them grounded in the word of God um, so that they know what God requires and what God desires. How do we do that? You know, you have that answer. I don't know why you're asking me. See if you know Why it. are you in Proverbs? Don't you want to go to Deuteronomy? No, I don't want to go there. I want to go to Proverbs first. Okay. So where do you want to go? No, Deuteronomy is teaching them. Proverbs is training them. Oh. You give them the right hand of fellowship. That's what you do. <laughs> I didn't know you was headed that direction. <laughs> well, I, well I, that happened in my house. I just didn't know you were headed the, that direction. The first thought is, is one of those words that is all but outlawed now in America, which is discipline. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's a difference. And and I was, I was a few years into being a parent before I learned this. There, there's a difference between punishment and discipline in the way that we use them today. And what I mean by that is punishment is because I'm angry with my child. Discipline is because I want to train my child and teach them to mm. do better next time. Yeah. Um, so many parents out there want to be their friends. Yep. yep. God didn't call you to be their friend. No. 
God called you to be their parent. Yep. Yep. And you're in a place of authority in their life. Yep. I'm here to tell you, if they don't respect you, they're not going to respect God. They've got uh, Now, God can do anything, so he can move in their life and he can get it. But I'm just here to tell you. They're starting with a disadvantage. And I will go this. There, there's a difference in spanking <clears throat> and beating. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, there's a huge yep. difference. Right. Absolutely. It, you know, and some of you may turn all, us off out there. That's a you problem, not a me problem. I spanked my kids. Yep. yep. I did. Because yep. scripturally speaking, in in Proverbs, I just had it. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Where is it at? Here. Oh, I just saw it again. Um, thirteen twenty four. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, don't some of you out there? You want? <clears throat> oh, does it mean you ought to beat your kid with a rod? Absolutely not. Nope. Uh, you know, don't. <clears throat> Nobody tells. Uh, in another passage, I could find it if I looked really quickly. It would say, "Keep his soul from hell." Mm-hmm. Uh, here it is: chasing your son while there is hope, and do not set your heart on his destruction. There, there's so often I was going through this a while back and love this one train up a child in the way he should go when he is old he will not depart from it right train train teach mm-hmm. so alright what do you got where you at you've been mighty quiet over there I well, sort of I, on a I'm just, rampage no I'm yeah <laughs> what do you do um I don't know where you want me to go you go wherever you feel no, like a sister I don't know um I mean, training and teaching, yes, um, we can separate them, but I think that they have to go together, too. Yeah, oh, I agree. And, um, They're hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, All right, one second. Let me, let me tell you why. You don't just teach your kid by beating the snot right. out of them. <laughs> spanking them every day. So I don't want nobody out there to think, did you well, hear that, dude? I could tell you some stories yeah. about my son. But yeah, some, um, some are a little more hard-headed than others. <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> But anyway, mm. so what? You, I'm sorry. I no, that's okay. I, um, because we're not just training them and teaching them. I mean, the the gamut of what we're training them and teaching them is so broad and so wide. And I mean, we're teaching them about life. We're teaching them about respecting us, and we're. we're teaching them about relationships we're teaching them about god the ultimate the most important is about god and all those things funnel out of that um but you know if we're not on our a game with it yeah then it's not going to work and so and really if we're not um allowing god to train us and teach us then we're not going to be able to train and teach our kids your most important job outside of being a good christian is raising up your kids yep it's, it's not about the number of cars you got in the driveway. It's not about the size of the house you have or the amount of money that you have in your bank account. I'm just telling you, it's how you raise your kids. Yep. And it's an old adage, as the family goes, the country goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm going to speak to dads right now. If you don't spend time with your kids, you are part of the problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pre-drink, I thought you weren't going to be controversial. <laughs> that's To me, that's not controversial. Right. I, I'm sorry. Dads, yeah. if you are a, a absentee dad, you're part of the problem. Guys growing up need their dads. Yep. They need <clears throat> to wrestle with their dads, play sports with their dads. I don't – What? you don't have to be good. Right. Just take time. Take time. And I try to get this <clears throat> over with dads either – 
because when you desire, figure out you want to take time with your kids, what's that old cat in the cradle song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, it, that'll be yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be too late, and your yeah. kid won't want anything to do with you. Right. Yeah. So you have to take that time. Yep. And um, Well, you that. were saying that, you know, we're not to be their friends, and you have to establish those relationships um, because otherwise – your training and your teaching will have no basis yeah. for them. It's almost along the lines of, you know, teaching you respect them. So they respect you. Will you respect the position that you're in? And then they'll respect that position also. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wholly desire for your, your kids to be your best friends, then you're not going to be able to discipline them correctly. You're not going to be able to train them correctly. You're not going to be able to teach them correctly right. because they're going to think they're equal with you and and they're not. And so period. You, right. Now I, I will say eventually you can get to that when they're older and adults, but yeah. when they're kids and you're training them up, you cannot have it be like that. No, you just can't. I mean, you can still, I mean, <laughs> we're not sitting here saying you lord it over them. See, people are going to try to, Right, I twist right, our words. Right. That I'm to lord it over them all the time. Growing up, I laughed with my son. Oh, right. I mean, we know? had so much fun together. But he but, knew where I right. stood and who, yep. when I spoke, I expected him to be obedient. Yep. Right. And when I make it so that that obedience, and, and be careful where you draw the line. Mm-hmm. Because you start moving that line, it's not fair to the kid. Right. And if you if you draw a line and they cross over it and then you have no no um, punishment for lack of words, how are they ever going to understand what line is with God mm-hmm. that they shouldn't cross? Right. Um, and so Deuteronomy, let's go to Deuteronomy six. I know you were going to go there just a minute ago. Well, I thought you were going to go there. So. Well, I'm sorry. Well, so now I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up. Go ahead. It says that starting out, now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. I'm in verse one. I don't know what part you want to be in. No, you're right. Absolutely. To teach you that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you, and here's what I love, and your son, Mm. and your son's son. Dad, mom, you can be obedient to the truth of the Lord and the commandments of the Lord, and you can affect three generations, Absolutely. yours, your sons, and your grandchildren. You can yep. affect three generations, or put it this way, two generations past you, you can affect if you're faithful to what God calls you to be faithful to. Yep. Run with that. <laughs> well, we talked about that at, at some um, some episode past when we talked about um, one of the other ones— and he talks about the, the um, uh, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation, but showing steadfast love to the thousands generations. And so, what we do can affect here. It says um, two generations, but over there it says thousands of generations of his steadfast love if we embrace it, if we have it. Um, and so, uh, indeed. You know, to keep our eyes on that, that what we're doing is not just for um, these long years, right. <laughs> um, but that um, that sometimes seems so long. The days are long, but the years are short, but um, but that it'll keep going and it, <laughs> it will keep having its effect. What you got about it? You got anything, please, Dan? My brain's just all over the place. Uh, so, so just a couple of things. The... Um, 
just a kind of a couple common thoughts that I, that I want to put out there as untrue. Um, things I've heard from parents are, you know, well, if if I'm that authority figure, my kid's not going to like me. Okay, couple of things there. Number one, liking oh, well. you is secondary. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, uh, but but the thing of it is. You know, I used to work in a classroom. Kids want structure and discipline because – and we see it all the time with with kids that come from homes where there was none of that. Right. They're just in emergency mode all the time. They don't know what's coming the next day, the next hour. Mm -hmm. When you give them structure and they have an established set of rules, like you were saying, don't move those lines. Mm -hmm. Right. Establish them based on what God tells you they should be and then, then stick to them. It gives them freedom within the, that safe area of God's word to really live and have a full life without falling for something that's not true. Exactly. Um, the other thing is not raising your children is not an option. Um, right. If you don't raise your children, the world will. Yeah. Yep. And that's a route you just you can't trust anyone but you. God chose you to be that person in their life. Yeah, God gave that kid to you. Yeah. Right. And so you need to do it. And then we go on down a little bit farther. Um, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You hear this. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Teach them to your kids. Right. So we don't have but about four minutes left. <laughs> what? Yeah. Good so I want to ask you this question. We we've talked a lot about what how how does that then turn to honor? If we've done all this teaching, and, and a lot of this is falls on the parent. Right. <laughs> so at what point and how does it turn to honor them? Um, well, if we um, teach them in these ways and we train them and we let them know that we expect obedience, um, then they are able to obey. Um, and that obedience, as it, it said in Ephesians and the Amplified, obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline. And so it just carries on to them. And then that then in turn, I think, um, leads to that honoring um, even more so. They, they honor us because we're our parents, but then um, they honor us because um, of the way in which we teach them and the way in which we um, help them along the way. Yeah, because it goes the other way, too. Just as we just said that God gave them to us to raise. And by the way, you only have 18 years, basically, yeah. right. being honest. But they then I believe at a certain time, they if you strive to do biblical truth in their life and to be that authority figure, they then realize that God gave you to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then it begins to turn. Right. And when you hear your child say something along that lines, yeah. I mean, it's amazing to hear that um, and to um, have other people recognize that. I mean, I remember um, meeting somebody for the very first time and Bridget was three and this girl commented on how much respect Bridget had for me. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget that. And so um, when you cultivate it and then you see it um, lived out, what a blessing. Yeah. And and it says here in Exodus, and it says in Deuteronomy, and it says in Ephesians that um, there is a blessing to it. There's a promise to, to go right, with this one. Right. And it's so important. 
right? You know, um, and, and you need to honor them because, especially when you know, I hear people all the time like, "Oh, I've got the best mama." I always think, "No, you don't," because I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you spend time. Yeah. You know, you know, and I, I, I'm gonna I give a shout out to my mom. I remember back in the days of, of high school, pre-high school, middle school, we were playing. Man, it wasn't a guy on my team that didn't know my mom. Mm-hmm. We would we would drive. I think the statute of limitations is gone, so I can say this now. <laughs> we would go to a baseball game in summer leagues, and my mom had a four-door something, I don't know, Impala or something, you know, that comfortably would set six. We'd roll up with 12. <laughs> I mean, we had kids sitting in the floorboard on yeah. each other's laps, and my mom showed me mm-hmm. what a parent was like yeah. to love their kid. Yeah. I, I, you know, I bust my mom's chops all the time about <laughs> spankings. But I'm going to tell you something. My mom would do anything for my friends. Mm-hmm. That also yeah. plays into that authority right. figure. Right. Because what a picture of Jesus doing for everybody. Right. My mom never once, she spent money on guys that didn't have money to uh, to buy Hardee's after yeah. the games. She spent her gas money, and it was never I never remember her turning anybody away. Well, and I love that you said that picture of Jesus because, yes, we train them to to obey us so that they'll obey God, but we also um, live out who Jesus is because um, we are their first um, and main um, instructor on who God is and who Jesus is. And so by by showing that, by example, by living that way, um, what a blessing that is for the kids. And then no wonder that they will honor you. Right. You got any closing thoughts? Because I got one southern yeah, thing to yeah. say that Mona um, would never be able to say. <laughs> the uh, Going back to what does it really look like for, for a kid to or, or for a child to honor their, their parent? Um, you know, it's great to to do growing up. You know, we make little macaroni necklaces and all yeah, that from yeah, Mother's yeah. Day, all that. Look, look my, my mom, it, it apparently meant so much to my mom that I then had to clean all that out, you know, 30 some years later because <laughs> she had kept every every uh-huh. piece of junk that I gave her for, for Mother's Day. But there's no bigger honor as, as a parent than to see your child living out what you taught them. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna try to get through. This. For my mom, she didn't get to see that very much on this side of eternity. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's no telling how many times in a week there there's just you know I I I think hey mom this you taught me I remember I listen yeah. this is what I'm doing and and I I can say confidently for both my mom and my dad the the way I can honor them the most is by chasing after what God has in store for me mm-hmm. and, and worshiping awesome. him. Yeah, and that. that's, yeah. if you want to honor your parents, that's how you do it. And yeah. the way you do that is by having parents that honor God yep. and teach you how to do that. And even if you don't have parents, so let's make sure yep. I want, yeah. if you don't, yeah. you can still honor your parents. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Know? Cause maybe you'll be the instrument God uses to bring them to mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in closing, here, here's what I think. You want to live your life in such a way as a parent that you wet the appetite mm-hmm. of your kid to want what you have. Yep. Do you know what that word means? Yes. Wet. Wait, you think I didn't know that? Oh, well, I was struggling, you know, <laughs> being from the north. <laughs> I don't know if y'all use them country words uh, like that. That's not, I don't oh, think that's a country appetite. word. Okay. Um, 
But that's seriously. It is you know, when we say it. That's right. <laughs> the way I say it. You got to wet your appetite, man. If you want me to say it like this here right there. You got to wet their appetite so they'll want some of that there Jesus thing, man. <laughs> You're right. I couldn't have said that. <laughs> but no, you should live as parents. Live your life that way. Absolutely. That your kids want the want to worship yeah. and love the Lord your God like you Absolutely. do. Hey, close us in prayer, okay? Okay. Um, Father, I just thank you that you set up this the family and that it was your desire from the very beginning to have us be in families. And Lord, I um, my heart is heavy for those who are listening who think I don't have those kind of parents. And so I pray that somehow they would hear your truth and that you would they would hear you speaking into their hearts on what they how they can honor their parents even when their parents have not um, been what we have talked about and for those parents with youngins lord i pray that um that you would equip them and encourage them and that they would keep their eyes focused on you while they bring up those that you have given them and so lord we just we thank you for the privilege we thank you for um, the responsibility, and we pray that we would um, just glorify you in all that we do. So thank you for loving us, and thank you for choosing us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of Marion. Had my homie with hey. me, Miss Mona, <laughs> talking about her young'uns. Yeah. I know, I said that, <laughs> I and I was, was like, that oh, was the, no. That's the greatest well, thing. That didn't go. <laughs> We're getting through to her. I this is what, great. And producer Dan is with us to hear the young'uns. See, I've been here I a while. I think I heard Jesus laugh. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was somebody. Hey, God bless you guys. See you soon. <laughs>